Hello listeners, welcome to the final episode of season 1 of Cornet Table Talk. Joining me today, I have Shante Shand, who is a recent graduate of Lafayette College, here to share with us her success story. Welcome Shante. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you reaching out and um, having me on your podcast. Great. So you want to tell the listeners a little, you know, a little bit about yourself? Yes, I think that question right now is so interesting because the first thing I normally say, oh, I'm a student at Lafayette College, but that is no longer true. So I'm a recent grad um, of Lafayette College. And Uh right now, I guess what I define myself as is just like a young adult trying to figure out life, (laughs) a create content. Yeah, I get you. I create content. Um, I find that fun. Uh, But my main thing right now is I'm, I'm a I'm about to start working in private equity, so I think that's a huge part of it as well. Jamaican, wow. born and raised in Portmore, went to Campion College before that, went to Kensington Primary. So, yeah, yeah just a Jamaican girl here trying to figure everything out. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned that you went to Campion College. I want you to tell us, how was that experience like going to Campion? Oh, I um, it was a great experience. Honestly, I didn't even know where Campion was before I went. <laughs> I just uh-huh. knew that all the bright people yeah. went there. I was yeah. like, yeah, let me just put this down on my GSAT um, list. Uh-huh. And that experience definitely widened my horizons. I grew up in Portmore like all my life. I move around from Greater Portmore to Portmore Pines to Gregory Park to Waterford to Portsmouth, uh-huh. just moving around Portmore. And then going outside of that, um really opened my eyes like I never see, I never knew people like that lived in Jamaica I never saw those cars before yeah like I never knew people I never knew Jamaicans took vacations like people had <laughs> two parents in their homes like uh-huh. what is that right so yeah. a very different experience for me but with Campion allowed me to dream a little bit bigger because I saw things differently and um Without that experience, I don't think I'd be where I'm at right now. So definitely grateful for the Campion College experience. Yeah. So like, were you actively involved in extracurricular activities at Campion? Like, oh my gosh, I was so extra, but it all paid off. So I was, I played netball. I was um, in student council, so I was in NSSC. I was the national PRO at one point. Um, I also did like some clubs, like some girls club um basketball and netball was was not in season I just did that for the free lunch and running up and down so that was always (laughs) (laughs) I always like to keep active and it was just a a good way to pass time I'm trying to picture you playing basketball but But, this one time uh like netball and basketball are very very different and Uh These girls are really, really tall. And I'm kind of I'm kind of average height, five, four, five, five is what I say, you know, when you round up. Yeah, yeah. And one girl was trying to get the ball from me. Both of us like got the ball at the same time, and it was like a jump ball. But this girl was so powerful. She lifted uh-huh. me and the ball up. I was like, you know what, miss? You can have it. Just just uh-huh. get the ball. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is too aggressive, but it was uh-huh. a good time. So Mainly student council, I did a little bit of debating. I never really okay. defined myself as a debater, though. We're just doing the fun TV, so. Just <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody going to be for. Right, we're just doing what's a moment. That's me on your TV, so yeah, yeah a little bit of everything. 
Oh, that's cool. So you studied at um, Lafayette College, and I realized that Lafayette has one of the lowest acceptance rates, which is around probably 35% now. Mm. So I wanted to know what do you think would have set you apart from the rest of the applicants? Oh, well, I've seen a lot of, not trying to discredit Lafayette, but just college alone in and of itself is uh -huh. very, very competitive, especially as an international student. And there are many schools with very, very like single digits, like low 20s, yep. and it's increasingly difficult to study abroad, even for locals, like US nationals. Mm -hmm. it, it's hard for them to get in as well into really, really good schools. So let me just preface what I'm about to say with mm -hmm. that. And I think what we have to realize is that college at the end of the day, as much as I'm like, oh yes, college and good education, we need, some people need it, some people don't. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it is a business, right? Yeah. And with any business, you need to ensure that what you are investing in will produce a return. So you want to ensure that you as a candidate will produce a return on the investment. And that is if you are somebody who, like me, I never have any money at all to go mm -hmm. to, to college or abroad. So really and truly, these people had to look at me and give me almost 80,000 US dollars every year to go and better myself but in the hopes of me one day being able to make money and give back to the school, you know, that is how these school kind of ensure that they exist for centuries and, and things like that. So for me, going back to the question of what it is that I think made me stand out as a candidate, I was really involved. Um, and I think my admissions interview played a really good role as well. If it's if one thing I can do for sure is, is talk like yeah. I can have a conversation so when I was talking with the admissions interviewer I was just having a great time it wasn't like it was no pressure I was just telling him like my story um I grew up in a low-income background single parent but I never allowed that to just be the end of me actually I just use it to motivate me and to just kind of propel me into the direction that I'm going right now so I think my interview being able to express myself and share my story is one, but also being very, let's not go around it, you have to have good grades, you know, like, yeah, there's no, you have, have to have some good grades, I, I, did, I did well in, in, um, in school while I was at Campion, uh -huh. and also my Common App essay, I think I put a lot of work into it, it was really colorful, it showed my story, it showed that I was able to, to write and, and just bring across a message in a colorful and, um, just interactive way with mm -hmm. words and and if you want people to give you money if you want yeah. scholarships you have to know how to write and that is um I'd, if i were to point out three things it'd be those two the good grades mm -hmm. the interview and the essay okay gotcha so was lafayette the only which other college did you apply to actually oh oh so this is interesting i did not even entertain the thought of going to college abroad until oh. my last year of high school so after lower six and I, i'd gone to this study this program at yale um for the summer and it was oh, great okay. i was like, I'm like yeah so that is what kind of opened my eyes i was like let me give this program a shot they accepted me gave me a full ride there as well and once i realized that i was still like it's one thing to be good in jamaica right like you know we're, we're a little country I'm like Oh, I go school of foreign. So many other people are there. Can't you know self doubt? Let's talk yeah, about self doubt. Yeah, that yeah. is just a killer, right? <laughs> Rejecting yourself before other people can even see you. So I never really um, entertained the thought. But after I went to this program at Yale, I was like, hold on. 
I'm holding my own here. Like, I, I'm not too far off, you know what I mean? So I was like, I'm going to give this a try. And yeah. I ended up, so I never even did SATs until a couple months before. Like, it was due, like, the before the last time I could even ever do it. So mm-hmm. it was it was a bit of a rush process for me. And my intention was to just go to a school abroad that would pay for me to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I never have no preferences. You could have said, I'm going to Alaska, Antarctica with the penguin yeah. them. Yeah. Once I get to education, I would go there. <laughs> and, uh, and Lafayette, and I knew I wanted to do engineering or something in STEM. Mm-hmm. And there are not a lot of schools who offer both a liberal arts education with STEM mm-hmm. that you could complete in four years as opposed to five, or a school that was also very generous to international students. You, you don't mm-hmm. find that a lot because they have good talent in America. You know, for them to want to invest in outside talent internationally, mm-hmm. it, it, it is a hard find. And I think Lafayette checked all my boxes. So they were kind of like my one of my top choices going in. So, and the, and the other thing too, is that I applied early decision. And what that means is that mm-hmm. I applied from like November. And I'd, if I'd found out earlier that I had gotten accepted and they provided all the money for me to go, I would have to commit to Lafayette. So that's kind of the binding oh, thing, okay. early decision, yeah. right? So, if 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 I had gotten accepted and they never gave me any scholarship money, I could have looked other other places. But because they had provided everything, they're like, Miss, you have applied, you're coming here. And, and I was like, I was ready to get out of that college application. Uh-huh. Um, like whole fiasco. So once this, once they said yes and they gave the money, I, I had to go. So what's once it's a matter of applying and hearing back? Cause I, I did it early and I was just out of it early. Does that make sense? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I did apply to like a few other schools like Howard or Lawrence, some other schools, but the real, the final like regular decision was in January and I had already gotten accepted in December. So I never really finalized yeah, other yeah. things. I was like, you said yes, you're the one for me. <laughs> yeah. So um, you mentioned a bit about your major. I want you to talk a little bit more about that. Why did you choose that particular major? So I came in as a civil engineer and after my first internship at Wicon, uh-huh. shout out to Wicon, um, back home, I really enjoyed um, getting the experience to see what it's like to be an engineer and work mm-hmm. as a contractor. It was just not for me. I was like, this life, the hard hats, the boots in the sun, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> so I, I had to go back to the drawing board. Uh-huh. And at, at Campen, and I think just in Jamaica in general, you have to choose very early on what path you want to take mm-hmm. like do you want to do business or do you want to do stem so i'd never even taken a stem class before going to college and in my freshman year i took an uh, not a stem class a business class and in my first year of college second semester i took an econ class and i was like what mm-hmm. this is so cool this is so interesting i really like this so that newfound um exposure and interest in business and economics paired with the experience that I had interning in engineering, I was like, okay, I don't want to do civil engineering, but I still like the math. I love the physics. I love the academic challenge and rigor of studying engineering, but I don't want to really specialize. So I got a general engineering degree and I took up economics with a concentration in finance. So I graduated with um, engineering studies and economics. 
with a certificate in financial policy and analysis. Oh, sounds good. So, <laughs> it's just a lot for I couldn't make up my mind. <laughs> so on the topic of business, I realized that you're also an, you know, an entrepreneur, young and thriving. So how did oh, that yeah. came about actually? <laughs> so my friend, my best friend Chelsea, we both went to Campion and our friendship blossomed when both of us were trying to go to college abroad, right? It was a real grind. Like we would take the bus, go to the Canadian college fair, go up to AIM, mm-hmm. all that jazz. So unfortunately, we both got accepted. I got accepted with a full scholarship, but Chelsea didn't. And she had to find external scholarships to fund her way through college. I mean, every semester, this girl had to find thousands of dollars in scholarships. And she did it above and beyond, so much so that they had to give her back money to be able to find so many scholarships. So she was like, she's a scholarship guru. And my first semester of college, it was was, um, challenging because you're dealing with new climate, new people, like intense workload, new responsibilities of being on your own. There's no mommy and daddy to tell you what to do. And it it was, um, it was a struggle. I struggled academically and I wasn't saying it was like, oh, I was failing. It was just a mediocre performance. I'd gained like 20 pounds. Oh my goodness, traumatic. Um, (laughs) So it's like my life was just not going well. And Afterwards, after like my second semester, freshman year, I read this book and I just found out like a better approach to studying and just life in general. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea and I decided to just join forces. We had our own little things going on. She was doing a course on scholarships. I was doing like course on time management and uh-huh. just overall wellness and approach to college, like a holistic approach to college. And we're like, let's just join forces together. And that is how you get young and thriving. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it started and basically just dedicated dedicated to helping college students excel in all areas of college life like not just academic but financially mentally spiritually all the allies we we talk about it and um, it's something that we're really passionate about yeah sounds good actually i really need to get one of those um yes yes we're having a sale right now so you should this is the perfect time to get it (laughs) yeah definitely um Recently, you were a bit viral on the social media, like, because um, you recently graduated from Lafayette and you would have given a, um, a speech. And I mm-hmm. must say, that speech was quite inspirational. And I'm sure it has been resonating with several persons who would have listened. So I've always been curious about what's it like to stand on stage and address a sizable graduating class. So can you tell me a bit about that experience? Okay, so that speech was my baccalaureate speech. And basically, it's where students get the chance to speak before commencement. So it wasn't at the graduation ceremony, a.k.a. Oh, commencement. Okay. It was right before. And I guess I could give you a little background on, on the story and how I even came up with the idea. Um, it's, it's so funny to me because my friend and I saw me the same day. She was like, how is that speech going? I'm like it's going, you know, I hadn't even really started Uh anything I said, but I knew I wanted to talk about something that could really impact people, especially at this pivotal time in our life, you know, and in this world of social media and instant gratification, it's easy to, to be consumed with what other people are doing and forget all the good things that you have going on in your life right now, even if they don't look great right now. So, I knew I wanted it to be to be potent. 
And I knew that had to take time. So that was like two weeks before. And it took me some time to just sit down and say, given the four years I had in this place, like what's something I could deliver? And I think giving speeches is, is so important. You know, the worst thing you can do is go to a graduation and the speaker is just so horrible because it's That's such an opportunity <laughs> to impact people. So yeah. You have so many ears listening to you and you could say something to move them. So I take it like it's I really emphasize just doing and presenting good so that people can live and say, whoa. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad people are so receptive to the message and that people could to, could relate to it. I have people telling me, oh, my goodness, I really needed this or oh, I'm going to get this on my graduation cap. I, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to to um, help people through a rough time and for, to remind people that good things take time. Yep, I definitely like that speech, especially with that, you know, that sprinting analogy. And also, as for the audience, I think it was a little bit, I think we can get nervous, you know, when we have, we're speaking to our crowd, but the only people I was focusing on was my family. I could hear all of them in the video as well. I'm like, gosh, all the <laughs> oh my gosh, there's, I love my, you know, some people are embarrassed by them family, like, yeah, yeah, I can them up. I love my family, <laughs> and I won't change them for the world. So, yeah, so, um, you also recently got engaged. Congratulations Woo. again. <laughs> so, how is that? a small correction. I would say it's not, it's not a recent development. I think a lot of people think it's recent, but it's been for a while now. I just think. There are certain uh, things I share immediately and there's oh, yeah. things I, have I to share. Yeah. So yeah, but thank you. I I appreciate that. <laughs> so how is that adulting life going for you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's not it's a it's an interesting thing. I think today is a testament on, on how it's going. I kind of lost my keys to, to my apartment. So I'm so <laughs> <laughs> right now and I'm waiting on Isaac to come free me. But you know, it's every day. Uh -huh. is a is an experience and i just take it with grace and i just pray i said god help me through today um but yeah it's going it's going okay cool all right so what do you think people misunderstood about you the most Ooh, misunderstood i think when it comes down to posting on social media Mm -hmm. we, we post we seem to post the good things and i don't think there's anything wrong with that so when people see me posting the awards or the scholarships or you know just any accomplishment they'd be like oh my goodness uh -huh. she must be so gifted or she's just different uh -huh. from it, it's not a matter of being different trust me because <laughs> it's just a matter of the hard work that i put in or the, the discipline that i've had to curate over the years and it never really come easy at all like it's it's been trying and trying again and failing and getting up and doing it over and over so I think people misunderstand where the results are coming from mm -hmm. it's not just something I just get up and, and go and do like getting consistent in the gym or yeah. getting the good grades is, 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 a, is a lot of hard work that goes in but it's it's harder to capture that hard work it's easier to capture the end results so I can understand I why all right, so to close off things, can you just give the persons who are listening a piece of advice probably who desires to be in your position right now? My position of um, losing their keys to their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that one, but... <laughs> I got 
part for your keys so you don't lose them. <laughs> but but honestly, I think but where where am I right now? Honest, I don't even know where I'm at. Maybe, <laughs> maybe to say graduate college. To, right. Like maybe uh in terms of doing college right and being successful at college, I would say time management. Oh my goodness, everything boils down to time management. And I know I don't want to sound our productivity coach. But when I say time is so valuable and you want to ensure that you're investing in things that will pay you or, or just give you a return on the investment that you've made, it's so important. Like I can look back in college and say, wow, really drew so much. I'm to squeeze out every opportunity Lafayette College give me. Like if them give me one more year at the school, I would have probably have to name the school, Shantation College. Right. Like, everything, every single thing. And that's because... Uh, we used my time wisely while I was there. And I also had some good people. I made some good relationships. Um, and it wasn't just about the academics part. Like, I know for sure that when you say Shantation at Lafayette College, they remember who I am. And not for a bad thing, but for the impact and the people that I've been able to help while I was there. So I had to use your time wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, take time with yourself. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to rush themselves on rush greatness, but you can't do that. And um, help people, because that's what's really important, like how you can help people. And it would just, um, it's a circular energy, so you'll get help and, and as you give help. So I think that is a one piece or a couple of pieces of advice that I would give. All right, sounds good. Well, just like to thank you for tuning in on this episode. And I do wish you all the best. <laughs> and definitely oh. I do wish that you find your key, your apartment key. <laughs> I would need to get a spirit key under the matter or something. Right, <laughs> right. It's these, these apartments have these little buzzing things, like these little key fobs. And uh-huh. if I go out, I can't come back in. So I just have to stay inside. Uh-huh. It's just, tech, tell me about technology. <laughs> thank you for the wishes. I hope I'll find it soon. And thank you for having me. This was so fun. <laughs> yeah, man. And there you have it. The end of another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to comment, share, and subscribe wherever you stream my podcast. Tune in same place, same time, right here at Corner Table Talk.